This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. Masculinity, Kuch Mardani Gapshap is a podcast by trans men about masculinity. Trans men of various backgrounds have gone on the podcast to talk about parenthood, fashion, workplace, sexuality and a range of other topics. But it all comes back to how these trans men experience masculinity and how they negotiate with society's expectations of masculinity, especially the toxic kind. Hello, this is Surya Tapa Mukherjee and you're listening to Pride and Prejudice. In this episode, I speak to Vihan, the founder and host of Masculinity, Kuch Mardani Gapshap. Yes, uh, hi, I'm Vihan. Um, I identify myself as trans man. My pronouns are he, him. And I work in development sector, mostly around uh, young people, climate change, SRHR issues and queer and trans issues. SRHR stands for Sexual and Reproductive Health and Rights. So, you know, today I'm speaking to you because of your podcast called Masculinity. And I love how it's T-E-A. Yeah, so like how did you come up with the name? And I also love the logo, which is also like headphones around this cup of chai. yeah, and, and like, how did you come up with this whole podcast? Why did you think that you want to do it? How did you go about starting it? Yeah, uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me and asking me to talk about masculinity. I think uh, the idea of masculinity and having conversation around masculinity that also particularly on trans masculine person was in my head for a long time now because we see there are trans and queer narratives out there but there are very less narratives or uh, conversations around trans masculine persons nowadays people are doing it but then also very less and while growing up as me as a person i was also not really comfortable with identifying myself as masculine person because of kind of people and mostly um, kind of men i saw around myself in my family or in society, I was very skeptical of masculinity. But it was really important for me to uh, understand masculinity from different perspective because I myself identify as a trans man. So uh, that was the idea that how about talking with trans masculine persons and understanding that how we identify with masculinity, uh, how we think that masculinity uh, exists for us and what are few things which we uh, do want to reimagine about masculinity we do not want to carry the idea of toxic masculinity which we see in society so that was main thing and regarding symbol about having headphones and chai cup it was because i really love chai and i um, love chai so i thought that this is the space where uh, on chai we can have conversations and uh, talk to people and this podcast should not be just a serious step of conversation, but just talk about different things. It might be about sex, pleasure. It might be about um, just going out on trip. Uh, it might be about experience of some, anything in their uh, trans masculine person's life. It might be around 
uh, doing a surgery or taking HRT or just uh, being in relationship with another uh, masculine person or talking about uh, their life experiences around um, different issues as a trans masculine persons we face. So yeah, so how did you, uh, how do you kind of come up with like the subjects? Like, you know, do you decide ki, like, achha, hum, like we will talk about this subject today or like uh, do you just decide ki, like I want to talk about this person and then whatever they want to talk about, we'll talk about. Or do you think like, no, I this is the subject I want to talk about and then let's see who's available. So uh, actually, uh, when first idea came, I was actually talking with different people and approaching different people that I want to talk with you uh, on the topic. Um, and uh, in my head, I was like, the, I will go, uh, I will reach out to trans masculine persons and I will ask them that if we can talk around this topic. That was my idea. But uh, eventually when I reach out to people and when I uh, tell about tell them that I am doing this podcast and idea of this podcast is having conversation around masculinity, then people had a different things to say. They said that, Ki, okay, uh, you want me to talk, uh, suppose, for example, I reach out to someone and I said that, can you talk about caste and masculinity um, and your experiences as trans masculine person and how caste operate um, around that. But that person had something different to offer me. And they said, okay, but what about if I can talk about uh, my experience about masculinity in this space? Then I thought that I will not be uh, keep myself limited to that. And then I just reach out to people and I ask them that if you want to talk about anything, let me know. And eventually after listening to my podcast, people only started reaching out to me, said that, Vihan, you are doing this podcast. So I also want to talk about my experiences around this. So someone wanted to talk about their experience of bodybuilding, going to gym, or someone want to talk about their work they are doing on SRHR issues. So it was all around like it I, It was not a fixed pattern, but whatever people and however people wanted to pursue. And my more targeted audience was trans masculine persons. So uh, it was like I'm making this podcast for trans masculine persons and people who are not trans masculine person who can obviously go and uh, look the podcast, sorry, listen to the podcast or access this uh, space as a space where they can learn more, understand more about our masculinity. But it was mostly targeted to trans masculine person. So I feel that it was easy for me. They directly approached me and I carry on conversation around. We will play clips from the masculinity podcast throughout this episode. Here is the first one. मैं ना पहले अपने आप को मतलब अपने बॉडी को ही प्यार नहीं कर पाता जब से मेरा सर्जरी हुआ तब से मैं अपने आप को इतना ज्यादा प्यार करने लगा से ना मैं अपने अपने बॉडी को मैं बहुत ज्यादा प्यार करता हूं आज व्हाट डिड यू व्हाट डिड यू लर्न अबाउट मैस्कुलिनिटी सो फार हाउ मेनी एपिसोड्स हैव यू डन एंड लाइक व्हाट आर द थिंग्स दैट काइंड ऑफ यू नो यू फेल लाइक आहा यू नो लाइक यू अंडरस्टैंड सम अंडरस्टूड समथिंग न्यू or maybe you felt like oh this person also has this specific experience that i have and i thought like maybe other trans men don't have yeah so uh, actually i will say that thank you for asking this question it is interesting so obviously uh, when i started this podcast and i when i was actually talking with different people i was also sharing about my 
idea of masculinity how i identify with masculinity but while talking to different people and different trans masculine persons there were different sets of experiences and we all know that trans masculine persons come from different contexts different backgrounds so everyone will have a unique experience but some of the experiences like uh, in uh, for example to say that in trans masculine spaces also there are certain stereotypes which people follow as a masculine person or if you want to pass as a man then uh, if you can do these one two three things you will pass as a man kind of thing so why not put that efforts and be that person but while becoming that person you, one also harms themselves like if i want to wear flowers uh, and a very flawless shirt but i will not wear because if i will walk on the street people might misgender me but at the same time i don't really want to wear always black t-shirt or blue shirt or um, some shirts which might be a masculine but i might want to experience uh, or experiment with different kind of dresses i might like to wear a skirt and all those things so i think that those conversations we are not really happening in trans masculine spaces and we uh, have to means we mostly uh, have our conversations around that okay uh, how to bind ourselves what kind of uh, who who is the best doctor to go and take a testosterone what kind of surgery one should do yeah um, okay so if you want to um, pass like a man what kind of hairstyle you should keep but the conversation beyond that okay i uh, i will li- like to wear hair link and it is my kind of masculinity that is how i want to express myself was not coming into picture and then people were actually stopping themselves but not uh, doing that experiment and i feel that that was different when people started saying that no i want uh, i like doing that or there were some people who actually started talking about how their sexual orientation is not a straight man sexual orientation like trans they are trans man but they also attract towards other men or also attract towards other people in general but this conversation is also very restricted so i think that here was the space where i also started talking about my sexual orientation not being a straight na uh, sexual orientation but i do identify myself as bisexual so i do find lot of trans masculine person who are sharing about their sexuality um and talking about that okay how i am a gay trans man or we also had a, a conversation around how there is one father who had gone through pregnancy and have uh, two child so the conversation around that what does fatherhood mean to him and uh, while he had also carried um nine months a baby in his stomach or while while have doing the pregnancy what was that experience how that experience can also be considered as manhood experience for him so i think that these are some issues are not really spoken around masculinity it was uh, good to have those kind of conversations and at the same point of time there were some conversation around that how um, i am going to gym it doesn't mean that i am going to gym to uh, do a bodybuilding and showing people that how masculine i am but what that uh, going to gym mean to me as a person and for my health or for myself to get that joy or some reflection around that how sometime some people had been uh, done some mistakes in being while being in relationship by asserting their masculinity differently or how by behaving with different people how they were so dominated or assertive and then 
haven't really realized that they uh, this is the toxic masculinity but while ha- eventually having more conversations around masculinity with different kind of uh, trans masculine persons or different kind of uh, men or people surrounded by them they able to understand that you no know, this is also coming from patriarchy and we should definitely not uh, follow certain standard of masculinity which are very very toxic in general so yeah i think that uh, these all conversations happened uh, conversations happens uh, i had recorded around 14 episodes till now uh, i am now planning to take a pause here and try to figure out if i can come up with second season and also try to see that if there can be something some uh, important things need to be tweaked into because one set of experiences we which are actually very in rich experiences uh, we had able to record and had conversation with uh, but i am thinking to take a break and then come up come again uh, with next season freshly while growing up like i thought fashion for me was it was kind of a cage for me because i didn't want to wear all those feminine clothes that my mom you know made me wear because i i always had this feeling of like not liking those certain kind of clothes and i was i would always you know prefer wearing masculine clothes per se so when i first figured out that you know i am trans and when i first got on b that's when i like realized that you know my femininity is something that has really Really, really scared me for my entire life. But why should it scare me? Because every person has both feminine and masculine aspects of them. Right, and these conversations are like so important and like so interesting on so many different levels. But first of all, like I just the thing about toxic masculinity, right? Like that's the easiest way of like I think. passing as a man or like being close to like passing as a man cuz it's like i mean you have very little space i think as trans men or trans masculine people to like experiment with soft masculinity cuz you are just you know you're just read as uh, female or whatever right like it's and i feel like so many like trans mass people or like whatever some trans mass people like also see it as like the best way of distancing yourself from being a woman or whatever like you know if you are like a toxic masculine person like it's like you know obviously you 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 know you are not a woman that's almost like it becomes a way of proving that of course like you're not a woman you know because you're i don't know saying things about women or you know whatever like being sexist or whatever it is um yeah so i think that that's so important to kind of be like no this is who i am but also you know so i won't like i won't go into toxic masculinity or whatever like you know because i don't believe in the patriarchy i'm against all of that as a queer person but also like that in my day to day i do need to pass as a man for safety maybe you know like or or just whatever like to work a job or whatever, to just you know in social relationships whatever it is that life is just easier the more i can pass as a man and you know you are not seen as a man if you kind of don't do certain toxic things or whatever um yeah so like how like how do you kind of understand so far like how do you kind of straddle that those two different things like how do you find a balance of like being the kind of man that you would proud to be you know that like yeah like i'm not toxic or i'm not you know like i'm not going to perpetuate things that used to harm me 
right um or that still do harm me like patriarchy obviously hurts trans men like obviously so you know so i'm not going to also follow those scripts but at the same time like how do you support yourself in in sort of wanting to pass enough as a man whether it's for yourself or it is to kind of be safe in society yeah i think that uh, i will say that if you ask this question i still uh, don't have answer and i'm still learning about my own masculinity and understanding i think that uh, doing this podcast was also a learning experience for me to understand more about my own masculinity but i will definitely say that we all know that patriarchy is a main thing which is harming uh, in general to everyone that might be a cis man trans masculine persons or queer people or uh, um, cis woman or uh, generally everyone but we know that because of the patriarchy um, some people do have power and there is very clarity we have that cis men do have power and trans masculine persons who want to um, means who are doing transgression uh, from uh, the assigned gender which was given to them to the man uh, or want to identify themselves on trans masculine spectrum it is also i think that um, it is not allowed in our society there is some certain kind of punishment you will get there is discrimination violence and all those things so definitely um when um talking about toxicity and people trying to be very hard to pass i mean trying and becoming very hard on themselves to pass as a man it is also because of the patriarchy and because we don't want to face that kind of violence which we are facing because we don't pass as a man so uh, i think some of the things i do um, means i will say for myself and also uh, able to understand from other people also that Uh, obviously for passing in certain pace i do need to uh, look certain ways but at at the same point of time i don't need to look certain way in all the places like uh, if i am going through some security checkup or some uh, lines which are very much divided or uh, going and uh, being in very much public it might possible that uh, if i will be wearing skirt there might be a misgendering but at the same point of time if i am liking it i why not just wear it and go it but at the same point of time if i know that there might be some threat for me or there will be lot of misgendering then might be avoiding to wear that kind of clothing there and might be using uh, that kind of clothing at, you know, in different spaces i know that while saying that avoiding i am also feeling that it is also policing ourselves huh? because why we should police ourselves in any place but then also just to pass as a um, person with uh, our gender it is happening and people are do using those things um i uh, will also say that but there are certain traits i will say which are important for any man to have like uh, for example some gender roles like cooking we had one episodes on uh, episode on cooking and we know that cooking is very uh, integral part of our everyday life but because in with the uh, support of patriarchy and we when we talk about gender roles we see cooking as only associated with women's work so doing that work might be difficult for a lot of trans masculine person because uh, since childhood it has told that you are a woman so you should need to learn cooking and that kind of trauma and violence sometime associated with that kind of work so people don't really want to do that or don't really try to do that but what about breaking those stereotype within the community it is also important it might sound like a small thing but within community some of the stereotypes still exist 
so why how about breaking those stereotype and we can also do whatever loads which are coming to us rather than keeping in our head that these gender roles are associated with only one gender or um uh, not doing household work and uh, just going and doing work outside and asking our partner or who is a cis woman who is doing work at home because she is a woman it should also, those kind of stereotypes should not also work in community or uh, for example a lot of trans men entering into marriages or uh, doing a living relationship uh, we are then asking but they had just uh, gone to some mandir or just temple and just did some kind of thing like putting uh, sindur and all those things and all those patriarchal rules that one person will uh, wear ch- uh, chudi one person wear sindur all the time because she is a woman she will um, uh, wash the clothes she will um, create the food for this man she will do everything and it, it that it's seen as the woman's role and this trans masculine person will do follow all the uh, stereotypes which can seen as a man that those are also harmful process so what about breaking those inside the community also i think that was also important for us and i will say that for myself also to um, not only just keep talking but also became some of us became a role model that we are also not following those things in our households we are also talking it and we are taking that step to talk inside community because it is important for us and if outsider will say this it we might not like it if someone cis woman will come and say that oh you trans masculine people are doing this or some uh, gay man will come and say this we will not like it because we know that we are really working very hard or it is very difficult for us to just get acknowledgement in society and we are very invisible in a way but at same point of time we don't want to have that harmness or that we don't want to be harmful to our own community or towards our partners or towards ourselves that these things are not happening so i will say that learning about this masculinity is also a long journey we are we are trying to learn something we are trying to unlearn something and figuring out different ways that how we can be a good man or follow the masculinity in our good way but definitely reimagining uh, reimagining a gender roles gender stereotypes uh, toxicities which exist in any relationships um and also i will i just want to because we talk about toxicity and trans masculine person i also want to mention one line that it is not that only trans masculine persons are being toxic we had encounter with cis women we had encounter with trans women or gay men or cis heterosexual men in general who had been very toxic in um towards trans masculine person who had not acknowledge our genders who had been very violent while being in relationship with trans masculine person so these realities also exist so when we are looking at all these realities at one side and at another side we are trying to uh, just take a step back uh, celebrate ourselves who we are and at the same point of time reflect on our own masculinity is very big thing to do and uh, it also take lot of efforts both emotionally um uh, and also um, by giving ourselves time because there are a lot of things which happen to us and we haven't really uh, able to heal when i'm saying we i think that whole trans masculine community only because our gender identities are just people have started talking in the context of india in last 7 uh, 8 year so we are also still finding that uh, how to uh, na- navigate with those things our hospitals are not very aware about our 
identities, the issues we face. There is very limited research on trans masculine persons in context of India. So all these things are also there. And at the same point of time, this exercise around masculinity is also important. So uh, I thought that uh, it is important to do for all of us to just be together. It is very long way to go, especially in the context of today's India, when we see that uh, masculinity is celebrated by saying a chappan in pichati and all. And for people which we are more margins, uh, who we, I, I mean, generally people don't really consider us masculine. It's become more difficult to prove our masculinity in a way. अगर मैं अभी मैस्कुलिटी बोलता हूँ ना मेरे मैस्कुलिटी मतलब आते ही नहीं है मतलब बहुत सारी चीजें आती है डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ मैस्क जैसे कि द पर्सन मसल दर्सन है पर्सन हु स्वीट काइंड रफ एवरीथिंग सब मेक्चर मुझे लगता है कि तुम्हारा मैस्कुलिटी के ऊपर में जो भी नॉलेज हो या तुम्हें पता है कि मैस्कुलिटी ये है ये नहीं है अंटिल नॉलेज यू आर नॉट हर्टिंग और हर्मिंग एनी वन और स्पेशली टू योर आई थिंक Yeah, like I think some of the things you mentioned are so important. Like I think there's also so much violence against like trans people, including trans uh, masculine people, and uh, there are violence, you know, like you said, like perpetrated by cis women against trans masculine people, and how, oh God, like I, I mean, I have heard stories like personally of how like. you know like it's it just abuse and also kind of using the fact that you're trans and dysphoric uh, you know to kind of perpetuate that abuse um yeah i mean there's seriously like so much to talk about because like you said that there isn't enough representation that that's kind of just happening now and i think this podcast is such an important step um you know and i think it's also like great that you are just thinking of trans men as for your audience like you i, I don't think there is any need to think of anyone else like there is enough content media or whatever like for everyone else um so why why a podcast yeah i think it is interesting so i was looking to do frankly speaking when i was in master this was my research topic i was looking to do um uh, my phd research on masculinity and particularly in indian context talking about how there is oppressor masculinity and how means hegemonic masculinity which we talk about in general in theory but how there is one kind of oppressor masculinity and another kind of oppressed masculinity and in oppressed masculinity because i also come from bahujan community talking about how dalit masculinity exists muslim masculinity exists and how there are different layers of masculinity when we talk about masculinity and in that when we talk about trans masculinity which is like neglected issue only no one consider as as a masculine or as a man so i wanted to particularly do a research and on trans masculinity but i thought that if i will do a research it will stay into the book paper which might be accessible for only to uh, academics people or people who actually read who want to read but the, here when i say that audience is trans masculine person so i it was important to reach out to people who are my own community and we know that a uh, lot of trans masculine persons are not um uh, th- will be not uh, able to access those things because uh, they are dropped out of the schools and colleges not able to have access to those kind of spaces uh, speaks uh, very 
normal english or some people don't understand english so our conversations were in some conversations were in english some conversations were hindi some of them were mix so and also the uh, uh, people who came to the podcast who were as the speakers they were also from different class caste and um, economical context and uh, social uh, cultural background so i think that it was easier for me to choose a podcast thing where it will be easier for people to also listen it and understand it rather than going and reading something um, and um, i do feel that um, uh, engaging in the podcast medium was more easier because speaker was more comfortable to just come and talk because they don't need to uh, uh, show their identity all the time they can use pseudonym they can if they don't want to give photo they can say that i don't want to give photo i don't want to use my name but i can keep my identity anonymous and i want to speak about my experiences i want to talk about this idea of masculinity here so we had multiple uh, kinds of people uh, who wanted to engage with this and i was also imagining that podcast can be one of the space and also another thing uh, was that i got one fellowship from sati um sati is a organization uh, who work on queer rights uh, and um, so they also they said that it is open for me that whatever and however i want to work upon that fellowship and so i pitched them this uh, podcast idea and they were happy with me doing podcast and so i thought that ki it will be great to take this approach only Yeah, and it's good to know that you're being supported by a fellowship. You know, it's not just your own labor of love. Like I think so many queer people have to kind of, you know, just have to do things without financial support for the community because it's it's so hard to kind of get that support. Um, yeah, so that's great to know. And I was hearing something. You know, I I I mean, I was listening to your episodes a while back. I don't rem- remember like the exact thing, but I remember there was this very interesting conversation you had about. the voice like you said like how you know on a podcast you don't have anything else so it's fine but like you have the voice right and that can also be a point of dysphoria for a lot of people so have you sort like how how do you kind of navigate that and any uh, experiences around that when making this podcast yeah i think that this is interesting thing um at the first point which you talk about uh, uh, supported by philosophy i think that it was very much important because i was not i was talking with trans masculine person and i was myself very clear that i don't want to take anyone's time and labor and their experiences for free so i wanted to make sure that if i am going to do the podcast i am going to um, compensate all the trans masculine persons who are going to come and talk about their experiences because it is also sometimes very much traumatic to just talk about the experiences the uh, another thing about the thing you talk about uh, said about voice so yes um we had these conversations and i think that our first episode we talked about that wow uh, at that point of time i was not on testosterone uh, so my voice was more um um uh, feminine voice in a way so we uh, and the person who was also talking in that podcast we both was pretty testosterone people and we were saying that how the voice is also dysphoric for us and it might be possible that when we now we are talking and people will hear us people might think that two men are talking but they might not think about our gender identity we are we are loudly saying that we are trans masculine person so regarding that i think that there were two three things 
one was that i was able to do a voice modulation for some people who wanted to do voice modulation which also two things was a factor one to um support them in their um identity to not to reveal their identity and if someone think that you no know, no they do want to change their voice because of the dysphoria they might feel regarding their voice that was the case but it was not done for everyone because there were a lot of trans masculine persons who wanted to be in other kind of voice they have because they do like to be their voice androgynous or people do it is also important for people as to do hear us in a voice whatever voice we are comfortable in um so uh, when i'm talking about trans masculine person we also had some trans masculine person who don't identify themselves as a man at all but they identify themselves around masculine spectrum so those conversations around voice around um, something around expression i think with a trans masculine persons who don't really identify themselves as man was also very interesting to document in that way and we had few people who talked about those things parenting is not something uh, i came up with when i gave birth to both both my lovelies hmm. that's when i got the parent pack so parenting i would call it an art and i am learning how to be a better parent along with my children hmm. it is not something that which is imbibed or inculcated it is something that which as and when they grow up i'm learning from them lot of things yes so i mean th- those were all the things that i kind of wanted to know anything that you want to share that we haven't covered so far maybe like some uh episode that's really memorable for you or certain episodes that you you know want other people also to hear anything like that yeah i think that uh, all the episodes are very memorable and favorite i will say because in each episode we had a different kind of conversation but i will uh, do say that there is one episode called beautiful boy uh, that was the first episode i was recording and i was very nervous because that was the first time when i was recording uh, episode but i feel that that is what uh, it was the starting of the podcast so i think that it is very close to me and close to my heart uh, the another episode is around fashion that fashion has no gender and i feel that that was that is the conversation we are there is no conversation happening around how fashion and trans masculine people can also be seen uh, together because whenever there is conversation around fashion and queerness it might be that people might think about trans feminine persons or non binary people but not really focusing on fashion and trans masculine persons so i think that that is also one thing i do want people to listen to and another uh, podcast is around fatherhood uh cool daddy cool is a podcast name uh, that is also very close to my heart yeah these are three podcasts which i will suggest people to listen uh, and yes if uh, people can also follow me on uh, instagram it will also help me to have more followers and more people can listen to uh, some episodes which are going to come next so yeah nothing from my side Yeah um so can you share like the uh, social media handles that you want people to follow and um, yeah just any if if there's anything you want to say to like trans masculine people listening right now especially the ones who are sort of 
having those you know like not feeling very comfortable with their masculinity because of how the representations of masculinity that we have around us um you know or people who are kind of basically like maybe not out yet um you know they're still kind of trying to figure things out any message for them and yeah your social media yeah so the social media handle is masculinity mardani gapshap so if you can follow that on instagram uh regarding uh, some uh, message to a trans masculine persons i definitely want to say that you are awesome uh and um i want to say that you are beautiful you are handsome and uh, you don't really need to fit into any categories be yourself and we all are here for you we all are uh, able we we were all together will able to create that safety space for you where you can be yourself you can uh, be whatever you want you can apply nail paint you can wear whatever clothes you want to wear and identify however you want to identify um and uh, now we have good number of people who can be say same thing which i am saying now so there will be good support system and for people who are still coming out not out are very closeted i will say that you don't need to um, worry a lot you can take your time uh, no hurry at all to come out or um, uh, talk to the people uh, who um, you don't are, you are not comfortable with uh sharing about your gender identity uh please take your time and uh, but remember that if you are facing very difficulties um then it might be a time to come out while coming out please uh take a safety precaution first uh and uh, talk to people call up some ngos helpline numbers reach out to people you know and uh talk to the people who are you trusting with first and then decide your next step that's great thank you so much vihan uh, that was lovely thank you for listening to this episode you can now listen to all our episodes on our android and iphone app download it now